0: welcome everyone to a brand new episode of ian's untitled scene show my name is ian and i am very very excited today because i have geronimo of the band the darling fire who have an amazing album that we are going to get into very very quickly but first off geronimo man how are you doing today good i'm doing very good today a little tired but i'm all right i like to hear that cool (laughs) what was like or at least today, because I'm sure not every day is standard for you, but what were you up to today?
1: Uh, actually, we're getting ready to move. We're like packing up the house right
0: now, Oof. and that is not – it's never fun. No, so, no. It's yeah. <laughs> definitely not. So where where are you located right now, and where are you moving to?
1: Right now, we're in Port St. Lucie in uh, Florida, oh, okay. um, sure. and we're moving down – we're moving more south. We're going down to Fort Lauderdale. Oh wow. And uh yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's about two hours away, two hours okay. south.
0: So So you just yeah. really you really miss partying. Yeah, right, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> the strip now. <laughs> <laughs> for Lauderdale strip. Exactly, right. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party time. Any specific reason? Is there more family there? Is it just more centrally located? What's the reason for the move?
1: Oh, uh, just uh i don't know to be around family i guess we're pretty much me 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 and my wife are pretty secluded up here and like we're just away from family and and uh you know there's is it's 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 pretty desolate where we're at i mean Ah. it's 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 pretty rural i mean it's not it's not i'm not like it's not like backwoods crazy you know (laughs) 30 minutes to get to the nearest walmart type thing you know it's but there's just no there's no family here and you know so you know our parents are getting a little older and stuff, ah. so you know, just to be around that a little bit.
0: No, that that makes total sense. I would assume that with uh, you know possible tours and whatnot, it also makes it easier to get around. I would
1: think. Actually, no, because oh. we're going we're going further south, so that oh. means any way out of Florida is we're just tacking on more time.
0: Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you're not always going to play in Cuba. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes makes total sense. Well, look, I I certainly don't envy you. I just legitimately moved from Boston to Austin, Texas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was okay, cool. two two months or so. So oh, yeah, boy. that whole moving process is not fun in the least.
1: Wow. Texas. Wow. That's a big that's a bit that's the journey. It's quite the trek.
0: Yes. Yeah, it was. We did I I did the SUV from Boston and just drove the stuff down. So it took uh I want to say like two and a half days. Yeah. It was yeah. certainly a, a trek, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. How do you like Austin? How do you like Texas? Oh, I love it, man. I, I don't know. I mean, I know you've been around. Have you been to the Austin area before? Uh, actually, I was born in Texas. Oh, that's right. It was uh McKellen, right?
1: I was born in McKellen, yeah. There McKellen, Texas, right down south, right near the border. Right. You know your stuff. Cool. I, I did
0: a little research. I did a little research. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you moved pretty early on, though, right?
1: Yeah, I moved when I was in fourth grade. I moved to Miami. Gotcha. And uh, the last time I was in Austin, I think last time I was Austin was, I think, in 2002, 2003. We did South by Southwest with oh, Rock there.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And, and,
1: you know, I mean, I wouldn't recall it really going to Austin. We went to the airport and then took the show uh, and sure. then back to the airport. So right. it's not, you know, yeah. But that's, that's all I saw in Austin.
0: I can say it's definitely a huge music town. That's been the biggest thing was as soon yeah. as I moved here, yeah. there were shows all the time. So I think that'll be the big thing. If you guys start touring, you know, around this yeah. area, you're going to have plenty yeah. of places to play.
1: Yeah, awesome. Good. It's yeah. about time we uh, start start doing this again. You
0: know? No, right. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, are you guys doing Furnace Fest this year?
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, we are. Yep, Very cool. Yep, we're going to Friday. Yep. Is that Georgia? It's Alabama.
0: Alabama. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you'll be plenty hot there. That's for sure.
1: I know. Oh man, it's the uh, it's gonna
0: kind of, wow. Yeah, it's gonna be hot. Yeah.
1: sunny, hot. Yeah, sud- southern heat.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, being in Florida for so long, anyways, that's probably not gonna bother you whatsoever. It always bothers
1: me. Oh, it's it never <laughs> not. It it never not. It never not <laughs> bothers me every time every time summer comes around actually it's hot all the time yeah. every time it gets like really hot you never get used to it it's just you know it's like when you leave your house it's like walking into somebody's mouth it's just like the heat and humidity yes. it's like ah, oh, jeez. yeah it's, it i you don't i don't get used to that crap
0: okay i got you yeah well that was that yeah. was one of the things moving down here where i i love the heat but i you know because i hate snow i hate the cold i love the heat uh-huh. but how do you get used to a hundred and five degree weather all the time? You don't. You yeah. don't. You
1: don't. And the humidity—I mean, it's just—it's it's unbearable. I mean, you sweat like five minutes and you leave your house, with this like right. just drenched. Nope, it's and very it's, true. It's not cool. I yeah.
0: like how we're being very positive on the show. So yeah, far. right. <laughs> Life sucks. This is all work sucks. Moving sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's at least let's get to the good stuff here. So, yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah, say, yeah. man. I was blown away when I heard, so I've heard Distortions. So Distortions is coming out on Iodine Records on September 16th. So this episode, we are obviously recording in advance. It'll probably come out the week, you know, that the album comes out. This is your sophomore album. But what really surprised me the most was I really hadn't been introduced to the band until very recently. So once I found out about you, I went back, I listened to Dark Celebration and I went through, you know, both albums a bunch of times and I was absolutely blown away by what you guys have accomplished. It's very rare that an album like this. I I sat in silence for a while and mostly what <laughs> I do is talk. So uh-huh. it just it really got to me, man. You should be extremely proud of this release.
1: Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're, we're really happy with it. Um, it's quite, it's definitely a departure from, from the last, the last album. Um, and I think, you know, we were, we're still, you know, I think trying to find what we're, what we wanted to do. And, and, uh, we, we, uh, the pandemic and stuff kind of gave us some time to really, you know, write some new stuff and really, you know, find what we're trying to do you know and and i've been listening to i mean i love hardcore i've I've been listening to heavy music my whole life you know i mean i grew up punk and hardcore scene in miami and stuff in fort Mm Lauderdale, and uh that's just it's just it's me you know that's that's what i do and i think you know i mean obviously i like you know indie stuff too you know of course it's it's all kind of like the same same scene almost you know Mm -hmm. but uh I don't know I just I, I wanted to have more fun. I just I just wanted to move. I wanted you know we needed more energy, you know so I think I think we're yeah, we're re- definitely really happy with this what we have, and uh, I think we, we really found you know where we want to go, and yeah. what we want to do with this so.
0: yeah it's a yeah. it's a big departure. I mean like you said, you know'm I'm, I'm familiar with some of the past bands you've been in. Obviously, the band is like an amalgamation. it's almost a super group of people so yeah you don't think so i don't know, don't well, right, so? yeah. I don't know. Uh, no i mean yeah I, I i mean i don't know i mean
1: after i mean I, I mean steve was in some awesome legendary bands
0: i mean i i, I don't know
1: it's cool i guess that's fine
0: yeah it's uh yeah i don't get to talk to super groups that often so if i'm gonna use the term i gotta <laughs> i gotta use it sometime all right okay <laughs> so, cool yeah. all right go ahead I think one of the things you guys did, which I think was really, really interesting, and I don't see this in the scene that often, but you actually went in that heavier direction, right? It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, Dark Celebration was that entirely different. You were still, you know, indie. I heard a lot, and I don't know if you heard this or not, but anytime I hear that album, I think a lot about Veruca Assault. Do you remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear uh-huh. a lot of that. But now you've gone in a, you know, more post-hardcore, more metal-ish direction, and that's not Mm -hmm. often done. So you talked about the energy. You talked about, you know, you just wanted to move around a lot more. Was there any thought put into what would be more popular as well?
1: No. No. Uh, I basically write what I want to write I yeah. mean, writing music for me and creating art is, a, you know, I think for most artists it's, it's very selfish no matter what they say, oh, sure, sure. you know, it's like, I, I do it for myself first and, you know, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's obviously when you make the best stuff is when you're true to yourself and right. you actually, you know, try to please yourself. Um, I mean, I just, I, I, I mean, I, I grew up listening to quicksand, you know, in the nineties and, uh, you know, uh, you know burning airlines and uh you know thursday you know that's sure. like you know like that's 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 my that's my thing you know that's that's really what i love that's my favorite time of music is like that kind of like post-hardcore kind of that time in the the late late 90s yeah early 2000s you know it's just it, it music that has like a groove that you kind of like you have to like kind of move to. Yes. You know? Right. And that's what attracts me to play music. You know, that's what I wanna do on stage. So if it does that for me, you know. And I mean we, we we thought about, you know, we thought about people that had to listen to the last album and and we were like, well, we're probably gonna lose some people, you know? Um but I guess if that if if that's what happens, that's what happens, you know. But we we can't think you know, you can't think about that. No. You just gotta write what you wanna write
0: and uh Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, no, it it totally makes sense. Listening to Distortions front to back, it's a very balanced piece as well. I think that's something that stuck out to me because a lot of times with, you know, because, you know, they talk about female fronted not being a genre, all that kind of stuff. It's hard sometimes when someone is so talented not to mention, oh yeah, you know, there's a, you know, a female is fronting this band. But Mm -hmm. what is awesome about how Distortions came out is that it's so balanced jolie's vocals are not overwhelming the music itself the instrumentation is not overwhelming drowning her out it's one of the first times in a while that i've heard that perfect mix of balance between the two was that something you guys worked on specifically
1: i mean definitely it's something that we jolie's vocal her her style when she right when she when she sings you know it's not like over the top it's not operatic it's not evanescence it's not you know what i mean it's not like going crazy, doing all these runs and stuff, you know? So, you know, that was kind of like the idea is writing this music is I, I I love a lot of contrast to music. So I like heavy and soft, you know, we can layer those things on top of each other Mm -hmm. and create this nice kind of like this, this vibe, this mood. And uh, so that was all intentional, you know, her vocal, the way she sings and the, the stuff that I write, it's just, you know, I I try to get heavy, but with her that with her vocal being just sitting on top, kind of just right. like this airy kind of like, you know, almost like ethereal or whatever vocal on top. Sure, I think works really well, and uh, that yeah, that's that's totally definitely what we're going for. You know, because it's not I don't I don't I don't think it's done that often with a female singer. No, in like in a heavy band, you right. know, right. Um. That's just our, that's just, I guess what we do. That's our style, I guess. That's, you know, other bands have their, their thing and it's great, you know, but this, we just kind of wanted to do
0: it this way. Yeah, no, I think it, it makes you guys really stand out. That's, that's for sure. And I really, I, I keep on going back to balance, but I like what you said about, you know, like I always think about it as chaos and peace. Yeah, totally. And you've got them both coming together and you've got that kind of vibe, that kind of mood. And I really, really appreciate that. One of the things also that I noticed was towards the end of the album, I want to say the name was probably, I think it was Legless. Mm -hmm. That last track also has a little bit of screaming in it as well. Yeah, Yeah, and I thought that was a really cool, just like a little intro, just kind of testing the waters almost. To see how that would sound and how that would balance out, what were your thoughts yeah. when you were doing that? Uh, we definitely wanted
1: that. We definitely wanted to do that. We had that's actually Jay Moss doing that.
0: Oh, okay, um, right. gotcha.
1: Yeah, and we definitely want to, you know, you know, this whole out, this whole process of writing this, this distortions was a was a kind of testing the waters. It was kind of like, ah. how far can we push this sure. before we get we go all metal or we go all <laughs> hardcore or we go, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. So. It, you know, so it's just finding that right balance because I, I don't want to go in any of those one directions. You know, I kind of want to stay kind of, you know, I'm not saying that we're not like hot or cold, we're not like lukewarm, but we, we definitely want to. Uh, I want something there that's going to be definitely, uh, I don't want to say the word but accepted, that's not really the word I'm saying, but something more palatable for, you know. Most people, you sure. know, I don't want to go to one extreme and, you know, because I, I, I do like, I like really heavy stuff. I love super yes. like really dark, dark, heavy stuff, you know, but then I also like a lot of like soft stuff. Right. So this whole, this whole process for writing instructions was a big experiment on pushing it and like where we could go. And I mean, we were writing that already while, uh, uh, celebration was still, you know, in its cycle, oh, celebration okay. was still in its cycles. So we were writing, we were getting, you know, these songs were, I think one of the, hers was written like two years ago or something. Oh really? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And, uh, and yeah, that, 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 that screaming out on, on legless, you know, like, I, I mean, obviously I love, I love that shit. Of you know, course. I, I right. love, you know, and I, and I love the, that, that mixture again, you know, with the, like this, this like, chaotic screaming with jolly's vocal you know again that contrast you know and uh we'll see where the next album goes
0: <laughs> Oh okay all right yeah that's that's that was a little lead up too yeah I, I totally get yeah. that but that's I, I yeah. liked what you said there too. It's a similar way that I think when I look at the scene where let's take I mean there are certain bands you could you could take in this in this instance but basically if you've got a band that screams, a lot of times you're going to cut a very large percentage of people off that are going to listen, no matter what, no matter how you know beautiful the voice can be, no matter what the yeah. instrumentation is like. As soon as someone hears someone scream, you might lose them as a listener right away. And it's the same as when you have people that love to hear screaming. If you're too on that indie side and you've got too much singing or you don't have enough movement, however you want to say it, you're going to lose them as well. So Mm -hmm. it's that fine balance that you want to make what you want to do and what you want to sing and play all the time. But then you've hit that sweet spot where you're not completely upsetting so many people.
1: Yeah. I mean, the trick is trying to do it tastefully, you know, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and and that 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 is that's like that's the trick. You know, it's just how can we do this and still have it? work and 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 not be this thing that just sticks out but yet have it you know it, every song has a, like every every part in the song like could be like another part of a song another song you know so it's kind of like uh i do a lot of like uh i do drawing and illustration yes. right right so when i look at it like when i i'm always looking at like um uh just studying design and uh uh, composition and stuff mm-hmm. so I like to like when I watch movies and stuff I like to be able to like pause a frame in a movie and like I should be able to pause the frame in any movie and like find an awesome composition within that one frame you oh. know so I try to do that so I try to do that in music you know writing parts and write you know mm-hmm. and so every part should have its own kind of vibe so only when funny when, when that part with that heat streaming on I already I had that I was like, we got to have something like that over this. Oh. We got to, you know, my, I can't scream. I'll throw out, I throw out my voice. I don't do it. So, gotcha. yeah, yeah. um, but Jay was awesome and he, it was perfect for him that, that, that part. And, uh, yeah, that was totally intentional. We had that, you know, before we went into the studio, we already had that idea yeah. to do that. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, just just doing it tastefully and just trying, trying to, uh. And just find the balance,
0: you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think it worked very well. So when you talk about, you know, the songwriting process that you've been doing, was that all you before you talked to Jolie? Like how did how did that amalgamation work? Jolie and I are married. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I well well, no, we write
1: the we, we write the music together. Oh okay. Sure so sure. I mean, we work on our little lab or little studio here mm-hmm. and we pretty much Put the body of the song together, okay. um, and then and then we'll you know we'll work on it together. We'll try to get vocals in, and uh, and you know I'll I'll write a part, and then she'll try to sing over it. If something doesn't work. We'll change it. I'll change something to the way she's singing uh, or vice versa or whatever. Um, so we go back and forth yeah. for a while, um, and then you know when we feel that we have something that's cool, we'll show it to the rest of the guys. And you know I'll show it to Mike. Mike will come over. He'll listen to it he'll take it home digest it listen to it you know at home he'll figure out all the the keys and Ah. you know the he he's he's the music guy like he knows (laughs) everything about like music theory like everything like he's like a music teacher he's like so good super talented guy and i'm not bad at all so (laughs) uh he's like he 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 figures out all the keys you know all the all the you know what keys the song in. i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) um so he'll, you know, he'll put his leads on it and stuff. He'll come up with ideas and, you know, sometimes he'll he'll influence and he'll change the song or whatever. Yep. And then Greg and Steve will will get it, get their crack at it. And, you know, it just, it, it, so when I write the song and then I have a certain idea in my head of what I think it should be, okay. you know, obviously it's just my weird, selfish, like, in my mind, this is how I want it to be. But then, you know, Joey will sing, all right, then it changes. It turns into something different. Okay. You know, she has the, the her sensibilities and how she sings and her styles. And then that changes it. And then I give it to Mike, that changes it again. And then we give it to Greg and Steve and then they change it again. So by the time they're done, we're, we're, by the time we're practicing the song, it's, it's different than what I had, Our you know, auto you know, envision, you know, right. it, everybody's influences are so different, but, uh, but yeah, Jolie and I will, will, will write the songs together and that's pretty, pretty much the process of okay. uh, doing that.
0: Now, does Jolie have that much background in the heavier side of music? Like, does she still enjoy or did she grow up liking that style of music as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We grew okay. up in the same scene together. Like, we've been, uh, that's how we met. I mean, she we, she, we,
1: you know, her boyfriend at the time used to sell records at shows. So she was always, you know, sitting at the pool table with her boyfriend on all the records, you know, all the stuff he was say. He owned a little record label at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so yeah, she was, she, she was at shows all the time and I would go to shows all the time and then, you know, so yeah, she's been in the scene for a long time.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Now, by the way, I knew she was in the scene for a long time. I just didn't know if she enjoyed the heavy music as much as you did.
1: Oh yeah. 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 We, we are, our tastes are very similar when it comes to that stuff. Okay. So it, it, it it works. It, It works really well.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, no. Well, I mean, it definitely comes out in this album. That's that's yeah. for sure. So then, cool. Uh, you know, when you're doing Dark Celebration, then what was your mindset like for that? So when you're trying to, you know, create everything and come together, and you're deciding how you're going to sound, how did you decide on that sound? Since it is pretty different from what you're doing in Distortions.
1: All I all, all I all I know at the time was that I wanted to do something. I guess just more of a throwback to like the nineties kind of, yeah, it definitely. So yeah. that's, I mean, again, like it's, it's weird. That's That's one. that's around the time I grew up, you know, and the music and all that stuff. So that, that's very dear and close to my heart. That, that sound is just what comes out. I can't, <laughs> I, it's, I can't write anything else. I mean, I try, you know, and, but it's just, <laughs> it's just what happens, you know? Sure. So, um, I mean, that was like the idea. I mean, we were still trying to, you know, we were, we were, we were. it was the first time me and Jolly had written, ever written music together. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I hadn't played an instrument in, I mean, I, after Rock and Rose broke up, I sold all my stuff. Oh, like, really? Holy shit. Probably like a week after the band broke up, I sold everything. Huh. And I was, I was done. Um, I, a, a lot of the reason was, is that, you know, I grew up playing with those guys. I grew up, you know, they're they my best friends, Matt, Matt Crumb and Henry Alvino, sure. the drummer and the guitar player from Rockin' Horse. And uh, I, I really didn't know how to play with somebody that wasn't my best friend, uh, you know? Okay. Like, I literally grew up playing music with those guys, right. you know? And they were basically all I knew. We did Astronauts Friends Dress together. Oh, we yeah. We did Rockin' Horse together. Mm-hmm. Um, and i just didn't know what to do i was like totally lost i was like i can't i'm not i can't do this anymore and then i just concentrated on art the whole rest of the time up until 2018 i was just you know um doing art Mm -hmm. and uh and then we had some stuff happen you know jolie and i had some some things come up and kind of made us like question like what what are we doing with our lives you know like what are we doing and uh, at the time, Jolie was taking guitar lessons from actually our, our our current guitar player now. Oh, okay. Mike. Yeah. yeah she was taking lessons from him, and we've been friends for a long time. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna pick up. I'm, I'm gonna start playing bass again. I haven't, hadn't played in so long. I got inspired, and I wanted to write. And I want to play. You know, really learn the instrument this time. Because back then, I was just kind of like fumbling around. I didn't know what the heck <laughs> I was doing. You know. Gotcha. So like, you know, I was like, you know, I'm gonna go into this. I'm gonna learn scales. I'm gonna do. You know, I'm gonna learn to play bass. I'm gonna do this. And before you know it, I'm picking up the guitar, right. I'm starting to write. I'm starting to play. Huh. And uh, so we started to you know noodle around and wrote a couple early songs, and we were like, yeah, this this might this might do something. This might be kind of cool. And uh, so yeah, I mean, it, we were still, you know, I hadn't played music in so long. I, you know, I was pretty much starting from scratch all over again. And uh, you know, it was just it was a good first attempt to start writing music, and you know. Um, I mean, that's dark celebration was definitely a first album. It was definitely, you know, the first, uh, you know, foray into like writing music together. It's sure. like the first, uh, um, and, and, and I, I think, you know, looking back on it, this, this, you know, the, the songwriting now is, is, is quite a bit different, um, than the last album. I just think we're just, you know, we're still kind of young in a sense of, of oh, yeah, sure. you know, playing music and still trying to find the sound, you know? Right. And it's been like five, that was like, what, five years ago? Uh, I a, only three. Like three. Already? Only three. <laughs> only three. 2018, 2019, <laughs> yeah. 20 Yeah. No, almost five. Right. We started in 2018. We started 2018. So. Yeah. 2018, and the 2018, album 2018, came out in 2019, 20, right? right?
0: Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So, uh. So yeah, yeah that's, no, that's kind of like the little
0: story. That's a great story, man. I don't know. That's that's very cool. I, I like that. So when you went to, you know, you went to pick up the bass and then you kind of moved into guitar, what was the hardest part for you? You know, not playing in so long. What was the hardest part to kind of snap to, to, to get up to speed with, do you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, it was just, I mean, literally, it was almost like picking up a guitar. I mean, not really for the... I mean, I, I played guitar before I played bass. Okay. You know, when I was doing a rock and arson and I was in other bands. and So I, I, I played guitar before I played bass, but I switched to bass because we didn't have a guitar. We didn't have a bass player. So right. I switched to bass. I was always that I was always that guy <laughs> that would like morph into whatever role was needed. Right, right. So, so, so uh, I mean, that was still... It still wasn't that foreign to me. I mean, I was still, you know... I kind of, I, I knew, you know, I, I'm like totally music theory dumb, but I, I can still, I understand, I, ha, I, I like to think that I have an ear to hear you know to hear certain things, but, yeah. you know, the actual physical part of it wasn't that difficult. Okay. Um, it was just more learning to write songs. And I think, you know, I, I, I never got into like practicing scales or I, I, I can't do that. So the way I kind of like retaught myself guitar was writing songs. Okay. And so that that was my learning process. It was just basically just writing songs and just keep I mean I by this by now I I think I've written like thousands of pieces of music.
0: I mean I'm always writing like non-stop. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you don't you don't ever get rusty on that because you're just so used to doing it.
1: Uh I mean, yeah, I mean I I by at this point now, yeah, I mean I write, I mean, I'm constantly I play my guitar. i I, i'm playing every day every day for hours and hours and hours but um don't get me wrong there's a lot of crap that i've written i mean i've (laughs) written like a a ton of like just you know especially when it gets like really late at night and i'm up because that's usually when i'm like most creative is late at night okay so like before you know 3 a.m and you know before i go to bed or whatever it, it, it I'll know when I'm writing right at that moment. It's going to be garbage because <laughs> my ears by that time are so burnt, you know? So I'm like, yeah, this sounds fucking cool. Right. And then I'll wake up the next morning. I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like, this is so stupid. It's horrible. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's just writing, r- right. You know, just writing, writing music. That's yeah. that, that was my practice. Just writing okay. songs.
0: No, that's, that's very cool. Now, When you talk about writing music, do you have to do you have to force yourself to write, or just like we were talking about, where you're writing towards the end of the night, is it something that comes to you?
1: That's just it's just something that I that's something that that I just do. I don't know any other way to play guitar than to write songs. Like I don't know any, you know. It's like I I I write parts and I'll write other parts into those parts, and that's how I. That's the only way that I know. I don't know how to play guitar anyway. Any other way, I don't know. I, I practicing. I don't know what that means.
0: I don't know what practicing <laughs> means. I just write songs. Right. Oh, <laughs> you know, so. Sorry. I meant more when you're when you're actually when you're writing those songs. Do you force yourself to sit down and do it, or <laughs> is it something that just comes to you? You're like, oh, I got my guitar here. I'm just gonna pick up and start playing. Oh no no no! I'll just I I, I love to do
1: it. I okay. Mean, it's, it's 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 for me. It's it's the the process of creating any type of art is just. I'm in, you know, Nirvana. It's just, that's, that's what I live for.
0: That's, that's without that. I'm not me. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then you mentioned, you know, drawing and and creating art as well, that Mm -hmm. you were doing that a little bit more before you, you know, picked up the guitar again and started songwriting again. So how has Mm -hmm. your art been? Has it actually helped you, you know, kind of doing both or did you cut that out for a little bit? I do both. Yeah,
1: actually, uh, I, I do art still, that's my day job. Nice. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm a con- I, I do concept art for video games. Yeah, yeah. so I'm a character artist. But I work in video games. But actually, when I write music, I think of it as as if it's colors. So oh. certain notes kind of like bring out certain colors yeah, yeah. in my head. And so it's almost like painting a picture. You know, you have your cool colors and you have your warm colors. Mm-hmm. And so certain notes are cool, certain notes are warm. And try to mixing those together and like creating a composition a design with those types of colors with those types with the notes mm-hmm. that, that that's the way I see it. I see I see color. I see notes in color. Ah, so it's like painting a picture for me. But, uh, you know, a picture is like a story that unfolds right before your eyes at one time, right. as opposed to the way I write music. It's a picture that unfolds over time, you know. Uh so that's that's so yeah, art and music for me are pretty much kind of melted together. Yeah, the they're ones. intertwined like, for you. Actually, Rebecca. yeah, like visual visual art and audible art yeah. is intertwined. intertwined.
0: Wow. So that's like when you were describing that, it sounded a little bit like uh I think it's called synesthesia. Have you heard of that before?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like that. Like I don't literally see it's more of like a. uh a a mental thing it's almost like i'm I'm rationalizing what i'm doing with color as opposed to like literally seeing Ah,
0: greens and reds and notes so
1: (laughs) it's a bit more yeah it's it's more uh brainy for me than just this thing that just spontaneously happens
0: yeah all right very cool first of all just music writing in general is something that i i'm just fascinated by but then also you add in that art element too. So you're doing character design. When you mm-hmm. do that, is someone telling you the story and asking you to create that character, or have you created a story and now you're creating that character from that?
1: Um usually, usually like
0: Johnson, you're uh, working with your art director or whatever, you're, you're, they have they're working on a game
1: mm-hmm. and they have we want a character so look, maybe you'll get a, a little brief like, you know, like a little paragraph brief of, you know, the character's backstory. Okay. And then they'll give you like a mood board or some pictures. You should have these colors. He should kind of be wearing these types of shoes or whatever. And then it's up to me to design different versions of that character, wow. you know, okay. with, with those specifics. Sometimes they'll, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, they'll give you uh, the world. They'll give you, he lives in this world and okay. he lives in this house or he lives in this environment. So let's see what you can come up with. And so and then you got to go and research how do certain people live in certain environments ah, okay. and what they look like, what do they address? So it's a uh, it's a little bit of both. It depends. It depends on the it depends on the job. It depends on the game. It depends on, the, on your art director. So. Yeah. On, so.
0: Now, what are what are the deadlines like then for you? Like, are you able to just free flow through all that or is it once again, you have to force yourself some time to create or does it just come to you? The way that you want it to
1: i mean it's it's you have to treat it you you have you have certain things that you have to do you know there's research time there's stuff like that i mean i love doing that stuff so for me it's not really like it's not really work you know it's something that i've i've been drawing my whole life so you know and i just constantly am creating characters i'm constantly thinking of a character and every time i draw a character or whatever i'm building a world around him as i'm drawing it so that's I have a huge like rolodex of information in my head of little things that I've stored throughout my life of, ah. that I can just like pull from, okay. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's 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 fun for me, and it's I mean it, it's work, you know, but it's not like working in an office work, oh, right? You know, it's not like <laughs> right. it's, not, it's not like cubicle work.
0: No, no, not like. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am familiar. <laughs> With with what that is like, yeah. so yeah, me too. I, uh, I I am too. I am too. Yeah. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. But man, that is that is awesome. I I it, there's something about being able to not only create music but create those characters. So now I I mean I've done a lot of research because I'm I'm such a big fan of the band. I know a lot of your past bands, obviously a lot of Jolie's and everyone actually in the band. Mm-hmm. I did not see this though. Working with the art that you're doing. Do you plan on doing any album art or anything for the Darling Fire in that sense?
1: Maybe, maybe I would like to. The problem with me is that I can never. When it comes to like my own stuff, mm-hmm. I can never like settle. Like I'll come up with like eighty-five different album covers, <laughs> and I won't know which ones I should do. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll It's like writing music. I'll just keep going, just and, keep going, going. and going okay. and going and going and going, and I'll never finish. Only for my stuff, it's really weird. Huh. But, and I and I also like giving it to another artist and seeing what they can come up with, you know? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess
0: that would be something interesting to look at from your perspective as well. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I I mean, anytime
1: anybody hears a song or whatever, I wonder, you know, I've been listening to these songs for a few years now and I just, you know, I, I like to see what people think for the first time, what it sounds like, what does it remind them of, you know? Like,
0: it's so that's kinda like I, I like to kind of give it away and see what comes back. You know? Right. Yeah. Now I know maybe this is still kind of nitpicking. Maybe you wouldn't be able to settle on what you would want to do, but what about creating a concept album based on a story that you've written?
1: Jolie and I have actually we we've kind of toyed with that idea. She she's a writer. Yeah, yeah. So and she writes, you know, stories and stuff. Um I don't know, that could be kinda cool. That's something that we 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 kind of We've kind of talked about something, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Yeah, you know, I know Koheed Co- like does stuff like that. Yeah, to yeah. have like a whole like comic book and stuff like that. Um, I I, th- I think it might be kind of cool. I don't know. We'll see see what happens.
0: Yeah, there's besides Koheed, there's a band called Boy Becomes Hero. And mm-hmm. he does all the music, the singing, you know, has guest vocalists and all that kind of stuff. But then there's a whole world mapped out. That you can actually go and see the world that was created, and there's a list of characters and drawings mm-hmm. and everything that go with it. So you read that story, and then you hear the music, and it's not saying exactly what's happening, but it mm-hmm. complements the story in a way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely
1: cool. Uh, yeah, it, it included that. Actually, I I thought. Well, I was thinking for for a while. I still would like to do something for the Darling Fire. Like I would like to make that mm-hmm. that name into like a female like superhero but yeah. like kind of like a dark like anti-hero kind of sure i don't know if you remember uh you know in the 80s and 90s there was like super friends and stuff like that There was this one character called firestar and oh, she yes. always stuck with me yeah. and so for some reason
0: i'm thinking something like darling fire that
1: her being like a superhero or something like that i don't know i'd like to maybe mess with that idea or something
0: yeah that wouldn't be bad i mean right now two yeah. female superheroes are the it thing so if, you create, <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, it, yeah, right. Like, get on that right away. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, that's uh that's funny. That's funny to think about that way. I I've done the same. I mean, for me, I still love. I think my favorite superhero of all time is still Kitty Pride if you remember her. No, I don't. Uh X-Men? Remember X-Men Kitty Pride? She was able to basically she would phase through she would phase through walls. She could basically phase through oh, Okay. Walls. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. That was, for some reason, that always stuck out to me as something really cool and different. Uh, It wasn't like the flight thing. It wasn't, you know, regenerative powers, all that kind of thing. It was a really different set of powers.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Phasing in between reality or whatever, you know. Exactly.
0: I don't know if you thought this far ahead, but did you think about what the Darling Fire's power would be? Besides, I mean, it might be fire for sure, but...
1: Uh, so, yeah I mean I haven't thought that far I, all I'm picturing
0: is fire and a girl I don't okay. know I don't know what
1: you know but she'd have to be kind of like kind of bad though like like an anti-hero you know right, I don't right. like like the pristine like superheroes I like somebody with like a background right? You know?
0: right. well anytime um, I, if I hear like, that I think Phoenix you know what I mean I think yeah I think, X-Men, yeah, I think totally. Phoenix I think yeah. fire fire yeah. started I think the, the yeah. new they did yeah. the uh, remake movie all that kind of stuff yeah,
1: yeah 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 yeah. I don't know I've gotta play with one maybe i'll 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 work on some characters' concepts with her or something
0: that would be really cool that would that <laughs> would be awesome <laughs> so tell me when you talk about now, obviously the album's coming out on the sixteenth, so it hasn't happened yet mm-hmm. kind of cliche, but how do you feel knowing that the album is coming out? Do you get nervous? do you not care? How are you on that lead up to when the actual album drops
1: uh I mean, i'm not I'm not nervous. I, of course, I care. I mean, yeah. I want it to do well and I want people to like it, and you know all that other stuff, sure. but I mean, i'm I want to play I want like I want to play these songs. I want to play these songs live right. and uh and that's pretty much what I want I, you know, hopefully people like it and they want to see it live. Mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of like what what's on the agenda right now, uh, and getting back to writing. And releasing something again, you know, soon, maybe like a single, like a couple singles or something next year or early next year or something. That's,
0: that's hopefully that
1: I'd like to do that.
0: Right. Yeah. Keep that momentum going. Totally. Yep. So with Furnace Fest coming up, do you have any other, that's one thing I'm not sure of. Do you have any other tour dates coming up to, you know, to do the whole, I know you have an album release, but is there Mm -hmm. any plan for a, a more major tour?
1: There are no plans for a major tour. That's something that we're trying to work on. We're trying to, um, we're trying to, you know, work on days, trying to, you know, working on getting a booking agent, and because uh, you know that's that's the plan. That's what we want to do. So as soon as that happens, I mean, we're ready to get on the road and yeah. play these songs.
0: When was the yeah. last time that you played live? We play. A couple weeks ago, we did a run with Anthony Green. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, four, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, we we did four dates with him in Florida, and that was the last. That was the last. The,
0: that was the last time that we played live.
1: Oh, okay. so that was like a, I don't know,
0: like three weeks ago or something. Three, okay, four gotcha. Weeks ago maybe. How did the yeah. new songs? How did? How was the reaction?
1: It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. Well, the it, you know a lot of people at their shows didn't really know who we were. Okay. Um, we pretty much been you know we disappeared for two and a half years thanks right, to perfect. COVID. And so, you know, we were, you know, Anthony Green, it was a solo stuff. Mm -hmm. So he was doing his, his one man show thing, which is amazing by the way. Oh yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we played with a work wife, uh, a friend of his that he, that he, that he brought with him. And so we were sandwiched in between them. So she work wife, opened, then we played and then Anthony Green played. So (laughs) we were the loudest ones. I would imagine so. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but people you know but the thing is it's all you know that genre of music you know no matter how soft it is or whatever it all comes from the same place you right. know it's all you know those people that listen to Anthony Green listen to Sayosin, probably you know oh listen yeah to uh, survive and stuff like that yeah so you know it, it was received really well um it was super fun playing these those songs live nice. it was it was it was awesome and a lot of people you know we we got a really good uh, really good reaction Very so good. we're really happy with it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Really happy. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, when you and and I figured that I I highly doubted people just walked out. They are like, no, no, i do don't, I don't, <laughs> not dealing with this. Not dealing with this. No. I, I.
1: Well, when they when they hear when we're setting like when they hear the distortion, like yeah. come on, I spent like a show like that. You know, people <laughs> kind of like are intrigued. Right. Like, what's this? And we're playing like, yes, we're playing like LTDs, ESPs or whatever. they are like, what's this? You know, Got it's uh
0: it. you know, it's so people were intrigued. No, that, so they stuck around. <laughs> that would certainly yeah. make sense. So when you're, when you're looking forward to, you know, touring and you're looking for getting a, a tour package together, one of the big things, obviously in the scene right now is kind of mixing those genres, right? It's, you know, sometimes there's a rapper being brought out, sometimes there's, you know, it's like an R&B and then post-hardcore and then something different, you know, emo, something. They they kind of try and fit everything together. Now, the question is, does that really work? I, I think, you know, a lot more that has to be done, you know. But with, with yeah. you, when you're thinking about the type of band you want to go out with, what genres are you thinking of? Where do you think you would fit to hit the most people?
1: Uh, I think I think for us, it's best to keep the music similar. Okay. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really keen on the whole, like, it, I, I guess it depends. It, it depends on, you know, like growing up, you know, living here in the, in the nineties, there was this guy, Keith Walsh, an amazing guitar player. He was a, a singer songwriter, acoustic player, Yeah. you know, and, uh, his stuff was amazing, but he would play with all hardcore bands. You know, he was just an acoustic guitar guy, but it was background. He, you know, we, we all grew up in the same scene. So I guess it depends. It can't be such a huge offshoot that it's something completely different or like mm-hmm. a pop singer singing with like, you know, a, a, a hardcore band, you know, right. that, like that's just weird to me. I I don't know. But for us, I think I would like to keep the music similar. I would like to keep it in the same realm. I want people to know when they're what type of show they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, um, what to expect at that show, you know. Right. Um, that's just the t- that's the type of show that I like to go to. I like to go see. If I'm going to hardcore show, I want to go to hardcore show. Right. Okay. You know. Gotcha. If I if I'm gonna to go to a, 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 a you know whatever post hardcore show, punk show or whatever, I want to see punk show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So that's just yeah. that's just me.
0: Yeah. No. No. That that totally makes sense. No. Yeah. I I totally get that that mentality. So what do you consider the Darling Fire to be like? What's the overarching genre? Oh boy. <laughs> that that's that's that, that's a, it, it's really it's difficult for me
1: uh to say that like it uh i don't i don't I, I don't know i don't i mean i would consider us to be kind of like somewhere <laughs> maybe like perfect circle yes m-
0: i hear that yeah
1: deaf tones yeah, e sure. with hopes kind of you know oh, what i mean nice. like that type okay. of yeah that type of like heavy but not crazy heavy you know what i mean right. so soft sure. and dreamy you know yeah, yeah. so and and like kind of dark and mysterious or whatever you know so i mean that's it's weird but that's kind of like where you know i don't know that's just kind of where i see us yeah. i don't really see us fitting in like the emo like in, in like the emo scene kind no of i don't you know, see that uh, or like, even like, like the, you know, the, the New York hardcore, like old school hardcore oh or whatever, God. you know, like right. that, not, not that either. Right. So it's kind of like, it, it's, it's a weird, it, it, it's a weird, it's a weird mix, you know? Um, so yeah, I, that question is really, really, really difficult for me to answer. Oh um, yeah. No, I got uh, you. So it's weird. And I, and I thought like stupid saying something that, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh no, like, no. I hate no, I was it. like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Deftones? I don't know. how don't you know? It. You know? No, no. But those are, see, like, like, for instance, like Deftones, they have their, they're, their, they have this dreaminess to them and they, they, they have do. this heaviness. So right. that's kind of like where, it, I love stuff like that. I yes. love that mix, that contrast, you right. know? I love that. So, you know, that's the type of bands that I kind of like see, kind of. Yeah. Cool.
0: yeah. Definitely makes sense. I, I see, I mean, if we're talking genre, I almost hear, like, melodic, post-hardcore mm-hmm. that's the genre i would put you in but mm-hmm. it also sometimes people associate post-hardcore with having screaming all the time or right. having it half and half you know whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. but i see you as that melodic post-hardcore because i i don't see you as alternative necessarily even though there are hints of it right but what do you call deftones mm-hmm. yeah it's weird yeah. it's at yeah. one point they were post-hardcore at one point, they were new metal. Now they're atmospheric. I mean, I
1: think they were. I think new metal. I think they got lumped into that whole new metal thing with all those bands that they were that were coming out at the time. Right. But I think they were always like. I mean, they they toured a snap Snapcase. They were, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. they were they were always like, you know, I, they, their sound really hasn't really changed. You know, they have some like kind of like rappy kind of songs or whatever. Sure. But there's, I mean, White Pony. I mean, their sound's been pretty consistent like throughout the years. And I remember, like, you know, back in, like, the late 90s and stuff, you know, all, like, my hardcore friends and stuff. That was, like, the one band that you could listen to from that type of, like, new metal corn yeah. outfit. That was, like, cool. Yeah, it you brought know? everyone like, together.
0: Yeah, they're, like, yeah.
1: It, that, yeah, Deftones is awesome. Corn, you know what I mean? So, it was, <laughs> De- Deftones was, like, cool to listen to. Like, you could listen to that. And they were, like, yeah, you know, they're, they're good, you know?
0: Right, right. Um, yep. <laughs> I can see that. no, I, I, I hear I hear some of it. I know exactly what you're saying. You've got so many different parts of different bands coming together. But when you look at the scene now and you talk about bands that are doing, I, I can't think of anybody who's doing what you're doing. And I think that's what's really cool and that's what's setting you apart, is that I could name other bands where the singer is also screaming. A lot right or right. they've gone more electronic or you know whatever they have extra you've got this guitar driven heavy but with flow type of style where you're not overly screaming and you're not overly poppy either and it's right. all mixed together in something that I've really never heard before
1: yeah that, that that's, that's an amazing compliment thank you so much for saying that because that to me like there, there's very few bands that you know, like there's one Chili Peppers, you know, like if anybody sounds like the Chili Peppers, they, they're copying the Chili Peppers, right. you know, there's one BC Boys. Anybody sounds like the BC Boys, they're copying the BC Boys. There's one Bjork, you know, oh. there's one Radiohead, there's one Morris, there's one Smith, you know, right. like bands like that. I think that's like a huge like compliment because that's the type of band that I want to be. I want to be that type of band that we're. We have a unique thing, and the thing is, we're not even. I'm not. I'm not It's just. It. I can't help it. That's just what comes out. You yeah, know, it's right. not like a. It's like I'm not trying. I wish I could write stuff like the Deftones. I wish I could write stuff. <laughs> and I, tr- you know, and trust me, like I, I I've tried. Right. I, I, I've tried to like, you know, I want to do something, like- and I just can't. It's weird. It's like I'll try, and then something else will like totally come out. Right. You know. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: so, no, I um. <laughs> But yeah, that's a that's a huge compliment. Thank you so much for saying that.
0: That's uh, that's really cool. Oh yeah, no man. I mean, I you know I started off pretty strong in the interview, just going right to that. But it's it was one of those things where once I heard this album, I texted multiple people and said, "This is the next band. Like this is the next thing that yeah. I'm excited to tell people about." And cool. that does happen. I I like a lot of bands for sure, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of bands as well that they sound very similar or they follow a lot of trends in the scene. And I just don't see that with you guys. You're making your mark and you're making your own. And I don't get to say that that often. So I appreciate that.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Um, And the thing is like a lot of that, I mean, there, there's a conscious effort to in a way to kind of like not do kind of what everybody's doing. Okay. You know, like there is a little part of me in there that's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's not conscious. I I, I don't know, but it is something that I'm aware of as I'm writing music. Is yeah. to, you know, when you, there's like a trend going on or whatever, and don't do that. You know, and and usually
0: if it's like a, something like that, I'm not really into it anyway. So sure. it kind of it kind of works out that way. So right. But I can say though, I would think anyways that right now is almost the perfect time for this album to come out, for Distortions to come out, because there is a, I, it's, it's hard to put into words, but there's, like one of the most popular bands in the world right now is Spirit Box, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, can, you can ride that wave because people who don't understand music are going to go, hey, wow, there's another band, that has uh you know a female who that's a female fronted band that has heavy music. Yeah. Bam, we got to like that right away too. You know what I mean? But then yeah. they're going to see that your bands are so incredibly different, but yeah. it yeah. might allow you to ride that wave of popularity though.
1: I mean, it's cool. I mean, anytime like, you know, heavy music kind of makes it into like you know, a semi mainstream. I mean, yeah. they they they've blown up like Oh yeah. yeah. they're huge right you know i mean i think i think it opens the door for a lot of bands you know kind of that are trying to do this you know so it's really cool that people are noticing them so maybe you know i mean the thing is yes we do have a female singer they have a female singer you know that if that's today's thing and that's a, you know whatever you know but cool
0: you know right. fun you know like that's that we have a female singer yeah <laughs> exactly know, it's just,
1: that's just that's
0: it yeah, it's not you know? like you said, I'm going to go out and get a female singer yeah. because we need to ride that wave of popularity. You've been doing this for so many years.
1: <laughs> yeah, and plus I'm married. And, well, it's funny because the spare box, she's married to her guitar. Yes, that's right. we kind of have the same situation. Oh, so you, so yeah. you did follow the friend
0: then. Okay, I got it'd you. Be a, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> it'd be a fun double day.
0: Right. <laughs> it'd be a fun double day. I yeah. actually would. I would love to see what type of band you guys could put together. If that happened, yeah, let's take it past. I think, I think yeah, th- yeah. I mean,
1: I, I I've seen interviews with them, and they seem like just really cool, cool, cool people. Oh you yeah, know? like really down to earth, really cool. Yeah, I would love to hang out with them and talk, and you know, and, you know, yeah. And they seem pretty cool.
0: No, so. that would, that would be cool. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> yeah. look, I really enjoyed going through all this stuff. I want to make sure though, before we end, was there anything that you wanted to talk about? with distortions was there anything you wanted to mention something that i might have missed that you wanted to go over at all
1: Um, uh, no i mean i think i think we pretty much hit everything nice. everything that,
0: that needed to be said i think we got yeah very cool all right man well do yeah. me a favor stay on the line we'll talk a little bit more cool. but uh i awesome. definitely wanted to thank you uh, for coming on the show, I want to mention again, Distortions is coming out September sixteenth through Iodine Records. I'm gonna have links in the uh, description of the episode so that people can pre-order, so that they can, you know, get vinyls, any merch that you have, follow you on social media, all of that to make it super easy. But until then, what's the best way for people to support you?
1: Um, Instagram, Facebook, you know uh follow us whatever you know uh, uh spotify follow us on spotify yeah yeah instagram facebook that's it, do. you know yeah come to our shows oh yeah that's <laughs> buy the, the album too. yeah <laughs> so, yeah
0: no I, like I said I'll have cool, links cool. for all that but I am definitely looking awesome. forward I can't wait till you guys get a tour package together and hopefully you'll come to Texas because I want to see you guys live so incredibly badly. Cool awesome yeah we'll make it happen Awesome, man. Well, thank you once again. I appreciate you taking the time on yep. this on this late night. I very much appreciate it. And thank you again, man. Cool. No problem, man. Thank you for having me.